Hey everybody, Jason talking about on it again. I use uh, Alpha Brain and Alpha Alpha Brain Black Label has caffeine in it, and I'm a coffee drinker, so I already liked Alpha Brain, but now that they released the Black Label, I won't go back. It's just a little bit extra boost, and then the Shroom Tech I use when I hit the gym. Uh, sometimes if I feel fat and I don't think I can train super hard, then I won't take it because my body, it will be too sore the next day. I need to be in shape to use it because when I use it, I go hard. I don't know what's in it. I, I don't know for sure. Like I didn't watch the laboratory guy make it, but every time I take a couple of those, I'm flying. I'm faster. I'm stronger. I want to run. I want to jump. It's a good thing. And then they have many other supplements. They have stuff to hydrate you. They have battle ropes and they have all the kettlebells and they have a website shows you how to use all of it. They've got like personal, I'm good at the bat. I'm good at the mace. I'm good at the kettlebell. And they show you how to use it in all these different ways. So you could go to onit.com slash Alice, get yourself a 10% discount and get your own home gym and just become hugely jacked and popular and all the girls will want to play with your nip-nips. Onit.com slash Ellis. Yeah! I'm sweating. Look at it. Nervous pants. that last one the king of the west the person that said that and pretty much all of that in that intro is here ladies and gentlemen give it up for josh richmond it's, it's the old the old the old effects are still there it's hard it's hard to believe i think that's about it, it. okay yeah all right wait you are like half of the peasantry on that thing <laughs> yeah i'm trying to that was big of you peasantry that's right we still use wait i'm trying to think if i use any Nah, no, I think we we erased God. you. But still, it's just remember when you had to click through like the menus to get to the thing you wanted. Now you just have like an iPad. Wow, technology. It's not as good. It's not as good for being a when I was a button guy when you were on the show. Yeah, it's gone. They took that away. Remember how much it meant to me, the machine and everything. <sighs> Very much. It doesn't. But, yeah. It, it slowly but surely. Like when the pandemic came and we had to do a show from the house, then I already had fuck all buttons and voice machine wasn't connected as well. So yeah. you couldn't get away with it. So I just started doing it without it. And then when we got dropped and we came here, they didn't give me all, they just wouldn't give me all the buttons. It was just like, no, you're fired. And that would be like work and you don't, and I don't have to work for they you anymore. Can't even give you just like a USB stick with the buttons on no. it. Come on. No. Come on. No, there's talks of um, 
us given give they're going to give us the episodes like an actual yeah man we're we're doing that and, and it hasn't happened maybe it will but it if seems only, if only we had a guy on you, the I inside. I was about to say you got you got a guy on the inside. Yeah, if only got we knew a couple so- of guys on the inside. If only still. we knew somebody who still worked there who went in every day <laughs> that probably takes lunch breaks and bathroom breaks and who would even notice if he just slipped in some closet of audio that's all the old shit that nobody's using anyway and just you know had a had a memory stick. Let's just say conveniently hidden in his rectum and sure. pulled it. Yeah. Out. <laughs> no, definitely he definitely needs to butt case through this shit because it's definitely some some high quality. This is some Papillon shit. Oh, sure. Yeah. He's assumed, going to jail for a I long assumed, time if he gets caught with that memory card. I assume during off hours, it's like just Mission Impossible style shit yeah. where it's like, a, I have to like yeah. come in no. from the ceiling. Will drops out of the roof yeah. at three in the morning <laughs> in a black jumpsuit. No yeah. problem. Yeah. 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 You got to be quiet. Will will be sleeping. <laughs> and he's a very light sleeper. Don't wake the Will. He's the guard, oh, he's the guard dog. I mean, there's people that are in charge so high up that are trying to hook us up that I'm pretty sure the guy that is saying that he can get it for us could say, I'm getting all the stuff, all the footage from the Alice show and giving it to Jason. And no one would tackle him. I believe he has the power. But he's also busy. Do you know if somebody had asked me like three, four years ago, do you think you will ever work at SiriusXM again? My answer would have been 0% chance. Yeah, me too. 0% chance. Yeah. And just business world is fucking Yeah, but it's different. You're not. Yeah. It's like, would you do the Jason Ellis show again on SiriusXM? It's not the same employment at all. You're it's, doing a job where, I assume you get you're not rocking the boat, and it's probably quite easy to work there, right? It's pr- you know what I mean, pretty easy for the most part. I think at least I've I've been there. I've been at the company I'm at, which which got acquired by Sirius about a year ago, like seven years. Ago. Oh, so you just have different boss bosses. Your exactly. actual boss is the same boss. My actual boss is the same boss. I don't. Right. Go, for instance, I don't go into the Sirius XM studio. I have not built, been in the building uh, in at all. We have our own studio. We got our own thing. We got. Yeah, why would you go there? Exactly. Do you go to a building? Not much anymore. Although we do have our own, like, uh, like uh, in Hollywood, we have our own like little studio, uh, still separate from this the serious building. But we go in like some shows. Yeah, want to do on site stuff. Can't don't like the Zoom records and things like that. I see. I have no sense of how the real world is functioning. I basically, Me, I basically dropped out. I don't, I don't consider what I'm in to be the real world. Either. Yeah, um, yeah. It's I don't, I don't know what the real world is like. I'm like a hippie without the acid. Yeah. I just sit around. <laughs> I just sit around podcasting in my underwear all day. Yeah, I watch all, I listen to all the podcasts and see what everybody's, I'm like new when I first started radio, listening to everybody to see what everybody does and why anybody would like anything and what am I doing that I could do better. So I, and and now, because I don't listen to podcasts, I didn't. So it's, it's been a crash course and I still am sort of, it's kind of like shoes and music and shit. You can get into it and you think you know stuff and then you go, oh fuck, I fucking didn't know anything. And then. Again, that will happen, and again until you until you yeah. maybe actually know something. Dunning Kruger effect. You know what the Dunning Kruger effect is? No, go All ahead. Right. Dropping some knowledge. So, uh, it's when you it's when you discover like you start getting into a new skill, like photography. Yeah. Like you're saying, like, oh, I want to I want to start like taking pictures and stuff for yeah. fun. Uh, you start doing it, you start getting into it, and you start building the skill. You're like, oh my god, this is easy. I have like a natural talent for this. I'm so good at taking photos. Uh, I I could be like a professional photographer. Yeah, and then. You like learn more and more about it, and then you realize over time, like, oh wait, there's this whole other world of things I know nothing about. Okay. I'm an idiot. I'm a loser. I know nothing about this. Okay, shit. well, that is similar, except for the f- part where I came in swinging, like I knew everything. Right. I came in very insecure. Right. I came in uh, 
a little too insecure, quite frankly, because I do have a background in fucking talking into a microphone. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. But I just came in with like the kids podcast and I'm not the kids. Yeah. So I know fucking nothing. Right. So I never, I never was like, oh, step aside, everybody. I was just like, please, sir, how do you do this? And even if I was doing it already, I would say, do you do it like I do? Because all the podcast guys with right. how you would do an ad or how would you tell people, like, man, Patreon, don't forget to tell people that you're going to do an exclusive play Patreon show if you're, if you're doing a podcast with that person and they say they want to be on Patreon. Oh, okay. How, which, what do you do there? Like, I've just had a conversation with a Patreon lady to understand Patreon better and how I'm supposed to have our Patreon and the, and the different tiers and, and how you would promote them. So to me, very... Uh, I know very little in all of it, and I, I really am acting like a, a child who is very enthusiastic about uh, gathering the information. That's cool. I love it. So it's not a burn. It's more of a excitement, quite frankly. Whenever I learn something, I don't go, oh, you idiot. I go, yes. Okay, now I know that. Let me add that to the rest of my stuff. Yeah, yeah. it's like playing Zelda, except my livelihood depends on it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I never played <laughs> Zelda, but yeah, it <laughs> sounds like it. Yeah, pretty so, much. So you work... You work for your company, but your company is owned by. by that's it. That's the thing is, I had no say in it. We like. Uh, Did we, it bum you out? I was a little bit like, wait, is like because, you don't want to go back or have to answer to the people that you didn't. Oh, I was end up a, liking. I was a little bit unsure. I I think all, all I'll say is that I I think they have like given us like a decent amount of freedom to just like oh, keep doing your own thing. It doesn't yeah. feel like a giant change in my day job, which okay. is nice. And you don't um, you don't hear of any plans down the grapevine to just completely reconstruct your whole business i don't know I, so you do worry about it but that's the thing that you worry about because you were working at this other company i don't want shit on them but they can they get you into a thing where you you kind of have uh bleak uh dream you think that in the end it's something bad is going to happen because if you do get a hold of them they will somehow talk to you where you feel like you're not very good at what you do or that there's you definitely need to fix a lot. I've never had a one where they're just, everything is great. You're the best, man. I wish we could be more like you. It's more like you're doing a great job, yeah. but you know what you should do. And I'm like, that sounds like I'm not doing a great job if I should do something else. It is so a, little, it is a little bit like they bought this company because like they want to get into podcasts. And they're like, we're yeah. buying this existing podcast company because we're that's the future, like you're saying. And then they're like, okay, great. You're doing all this podcast stuff. That's amazing. You're doing an amazing job. Uh, we might have some like ideas for how you could be doing yeah. it better. There's a, 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 there's a touch of that. But for the most part, I feel like we've had freedom to keep, keep doing what we're doing. And well, what you, we're good at. you know what I think it is, is that, Sirius is a well that well aware that there's a lot of heat on podcasting, probably more than there is these days on, say, satellite radio. So I think they didn't go out and get a cool, hip podcasting company so that they could try to make it more like satellite radio. Right. They went and got a cool, hip podcasting company so they could make satellite radio more like it. I That's agree, but I'm with yeah. Josh with the that makes perfect sense. But with those guys, it doesn't yeah. have to make perfect sense for them to jump in and just change it and fuck it. Yeah, you never know what a guy with like just hair grown in on his labrette on his right. face is capable of doing. Starts, it. Starts, starts pitching that you need peeline on your channel. Something like, yeah, listen, I've been in, I've been doing like FM radio since 1960. I know exactly how podcasts. <laughs> as he as he put, as he puts his cowboy boots yeah. up on the desk. <laughs> Have you guys heard of peeline? <laughs> so Mike what's, Posner. What's new and exciting? We saw you on Zoom. 
That's better right. part of a year ago. That's right. So Holy yeah, shit. I did. I did this. I did the show uh, with with Christian Hand a year ago. Yeah. That's right. I know that's, that's crazy. Right. It's been a year. So I haven't. I'm not apologizing anymore. Just so you know, we're done here today. I think I I'm glad. <laughs> that's all. That's all done. Now we're just hanging out. We're chatting. Right, we're, old, we're old. We're old friends catching up. <laughs> all right. So even that, I'm not really counting that. I feel like I haven't talked to you in about ten years. What's happened? Um. <laughs> <laughs> In the last in the last ten years, yeah, yeah. Now, really quickly though. <laughs> um, Just give me the highlights. Okay, well, uh, I was I, I don't know I was I was unemployed for like a year. Well, I'm not sure. Did, I was I was like, un- did you like that? No, I hated it. <laughs> I, no, it sucked. It sucked ass. Um, I was oh, I was uh, I was um for a while I was uh, I was an SAT instructor. What's that? Oh my god. Um, it's um when you um <laughs> it's when you're, you so the SATs are like the, the tests that like oh, kids take to get yeah, into college. Yeah. yeah, I'm back. So I was like um I like, was I was like like a, tu- a tutor a tutor yeah. So I was teaching kids like how to like you know synonyms and how to solve math problems. Was that and fun? Shit. Like you know what? I don't hate it. I kind of like teaching as huh. like as like a like a part time like in between jobs kind of thing. I kind of loved it. One on one. Or group setting? No, a group. I was I was teaching a group of like six or seven kids. That's a TV show that I'd watch. I know. Okay. Okay. I probably I think wouldn't I, learn anything, but I'd be watching the fuck out of just was, teach. You people. know what? I, I think I have. I think I have some skills of teaching. I, I'm. You I, must have if you're doing it and you enjoy it. That yeah. Would, that's a good sign. But I was like, I was do, also still. I was doing my own podcast stuff on the side. I started my own podcast, and then I was like, uh, I I started working at a company called AfterBuzz TV, which they do like um like wait AfterBuzz shows. Uh, who's the owner? Maria Menounos. No, her husband. Her husband, uh, Kevin Undergaro. Kevin Undergaro yeah, fucking yeah, yeah, called yeah. me and got this studio set up in four That's days. Right. I remember you telling me that. Dude's That's a right. fucking man. He's a cool guy. He is awesome. I um, I really appreciate a lot that he kind of hired me and I was kind of around that world for a while. They're, they're a machine. Yeah, they do like 100 podcasts a week, shit like that. That Kevin dude is probably yeah. one of the nicest people I've ever met in my life where I just thought the whole time that this was a scam because nobody's that fucking nice. And then it turns out... No, dude. He that's a that's one of them. They're out there. Yeah, he's a good dude. Yeah, shout out to that guy. Definitely. Fucking hell, man. Lifesaver. Yeah. He and hit it, me up when I was like, I don't know what to do. And he, he found my number and was like, gonna get your studio studio set up. Here's what you do. I'll get a guy to help you stu- set the studio up. And I'm like, what the fuck? I just stood here and watched this whole thing. He is one of those guys he's who's amazing. just like I'm. I'm. I just want to go out of my way to like help people and kind of spread the good word about like amazing yeah, man. Stuff. Amazing. Really, really Some, good guy. Someday maybe I need a favor from you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Hey, if you want to jerk him off, I will. Whatever. <laughs> um. Yeah. But then it, like I don't know. I got it. I got a job at like Earwolf, which was uh, like a. I just. I. I really love like a lot of the shows they make. It is this kind of like very alty comedy, very kind of like I don't know nerdy comedy, the kind of shit like I really vibed with, and yeah. it was really fun to work on that stuff and. As as a producer, as a producer, how was that when you first started producing? I kind of prefer it. I kind of realized that like, you didn't get an itch to get on there and drop some raw dog knowledge. There are times that I like getting on mic and being like, "Hey, you know, I've done a little bit of this myself." I like getting on mic, but for the most part, like I realized, like I think I think my real like the real thing I have to offer, my real gift is being like a guy who can like come in and kind and be like. Help, help, help! Shape the formats. Help come up with guest ideas. Help do all the, like the the pieces around around the talent of making like an amazing show happen. And I love doing that stuff. What would you do if you're the producer of this show? Are we doing okay so far? Um, I mean, I noticed you know I noticed that you didn't start with uh, "Hi, I'm Jason Ellis. This is the Jason Ellis Show. This is my guest. You haven't said my name yet. That might be a Wait, piece of I advice. Said, that... Welcome, Josh Richmond is here. Did you? I don't yeah. think you said Josh Richmond. No, I, I didn't hear said it. Josh Richmond. 
I thought, yeah, I full on. I thought you did as well. Yeah. Maybe I didn't hear it. I also, tell, I mean, philosophically, <laughs> when you're on the radio and I people specific, are just, I specifically was like, "Don't call him Raw Dog." I said mm. Josh Richmond. Was it part of the song, or did you say it? No, I said it. Man, maybe I've just f- completely blanked out. I apologize. No worries. Like if somebody's flipping through an FM or an AM dial in their car and you don't, you know, you used to have to reset every couple of minutes because literally somebody may have just gotten in from a grocery store. They don't know who you are, what the fuck you're talking about. If somebody goes and clicks on a podcast, can you not safely assume that they know what show they're listening to? You can when they click, but then maybe like 15 minutes in, uh, they might be like, oh, wait, what the hell am I listening to again? Who's this guy? And then it's a good idea to remind them like, hey, mm-hmm. you know, just so you know, this is the Jason Ellis show we hear with Josh, uh, Josh Richmond. Would that person not also have the option of looking at the screen of whatever they're listening to? Yeah, but on? if you're if you're driving, that's very unsafe. How many times should I say it? Oh, you, I, you know, maybe three times an episode. Right, so I've already said it once, okay. and you said it twice. I'll keep that in mind, Josh right. Richmond. All right. I'm Jason Ellis, after, if anybody... After you say it three times, Beetlejuice appears. <laughs> hey, everybody. Ellis made here from the Jason Ellis Show, talking about upstart credit card debt. Not a fun thing. My father uh, didn't do a lot of... Didn't have a lot of great wisdom to pass down, but he did say... You would be terrible with a credit card, so never get one. So I never got one until I was rich enough to have a business manager. And he would always tell me, don't use your credit card or use your credit card. Because I always knew I was stupid. But not everybody has a brilliant evil father to teach them three things, and one of them actually worked out. Don't get into credit card debt. But if you are not me, and you did get into credit card debt, and you can't pay it off because you don't have the Jason Ellis show, you should hit these guys up. Yeah, Upstart is a fast and easy way to pay off your debt with a personal loan, and it's all done online. So it really just can't be easier. Whether you're paying off credit cards, consolidating high interest debt, or funding personal expenses, over a million people have used Upstart to get one fixed monthly payment with a clear payoff date. I just realized that the camera's only on me. So when you're talking, it's just my stupid head. <laughs> Which is so lame because we actually have another camera, but we're, we didn't know we were doing the reason Katie doesn't want to show her face. <laughs> Should get like a Darth Vader mask for when we have to do reads on, this, on the spot. Anyway, anyway, find out how Upstart can lower your monthly payments today when you go to upstart.com slash Alice. That's upstart.com slash Alice. Don't forget to use the URL and let them know that we sent you. Loan amounts will be determined based on your credit card income and certain other information provided in your loan application. That's credit income and certain other information. I said that wrong. Yeah, it's okay. Upstart.com slash Ellis. I said that right. Hey, everybody. Jason talking about ShipStation. Um, I've used ShipStation several times to sell books. And when I say several, I probably mean seven times because nobody bought that book. But for some weird reason... Thanks to this podcast and some other things that I do, the books are selling again. So ShipStation is coming to the rescue again. If you're starting your own online store, you want to sell stuff, it's your own stuff. You can be your own boss. A lot of people like doing that these days. If you want to get your stuff sent uh, with no hassles, ShipStation does the job. Right, Katie? It makes it super easy. They import orders from any sales channel, ship with any carrier using their deeply discounted rates, automate just about any shipping task. You'll spend a lot less time on shipping and a lot more time on growing your business. So if you want to help your business, use 
my promo code offer, Alice, at checkout. Uh, you get sixty a 60-day free trial. That's two months free. No hassle, stress-free shipping. Just go to ShipStation.com. Click on the microphone at the top of the page and type in Alice. That's ShipStation.com. Enter offer code Alice. Make ship happen. Uh, okay. Well, that's, uh, that's, that's the professional stuff. Have you acquired any skills? No, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm useless. No, I think if, I don't know. I think I've picked up some skills. Like I'm, um, I mean, I'm, I, I do think I've become pretty good. I mean, it's all like in kind of that audio podcasty realm, but I do think I've become pretty good at like, you know, cutting audio, cutting tape, like a lot of like the technical sound design aspects, but also the like, coming up with show format ideas and segments and stuff. I don't know. This kind of become my wheelhouse. You okay, said so you book guests. I do. So do you reach out personally or how does that go? Are you a booker as well? Um, I sometimes reach out personally. I sometimes uh, reach out to agents or managers. Sometimes yeah. I talk to our in-house booker and ask them to reach out to an agent and manager. Yeah. So it's kind of like... Why would you... Re- why would you? What's the kind of guest that would you would call them instead of you doing it yourself? Um, what, what changes? Because of this caliber? There's some, yeah, it's, it depends. Like, like if it's a really big guest, you get the booker. If it's a big guest, I might get the booker to be like, let's make this as official as possible right. or something oh, yeah, like that. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Definitely. Segments. What sort of segments should we have here? What sort of segments should you have here? Yeah. You're familiar with the show. You get the idea. I don't know. Well, I don't, I also don't, I like, I haven't been a regular listener in a while. Oh, I don't know I what's changed. I don't know what the new vibe oh, is. Oh man, you don't listen. I, <laughs> I'm. I. I only. I don't know. I, you couldn't get enough. Wow. I mean, I can't stop listening. I only have series. budget for so many Patreons. You right. know. I'm, I'm sorry. No, I, like I, you I, don't pay to listen to us either. <laughs> you neither listen to the free short nope, nor pay for one. Yeah. What about the free one? There's no time for that. <laughs> no. I, real talk. I actually do tune into the show from time to time. I like. I like knowing what's going on. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. I, I probably a bit easier too since you've been off serious because for a long time I didn't yeah. have a serious subscription. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, I can't <laughs> listen to that. Can't listen. I don't have it in my car. I think I don't know. I just yeah never listened since the day. I did occasionally. They they didn't turn us off for the longest time, and then they finally did. But at the same time, my wife got a car that came with free, but it's only a three month subscription, and now they're yeah. just bombarding me with letters about like, hey, you don't want to let go of this, do you? And I'm like, yeah. I've just, you, you know, actually, you have no <laughs> yeah. idea. No one's yeah. ever yeah. wanted to cancel more yeah. than I do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. Um. I don't know. Segment. The thing is, but you are, but you already like this. That this is the thing. This is the secret sauce. Is that a lot of the a lot of the things I pitch or like things ideas I come up with are things that like I learned from doing this show. Like, for so you real. just steal stuff from the old. I show just I just steal stuff shows. from the Jason Ellis show and give it to other people. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> Why do I feel like they wouldn't go as well on other people's shows? <laughs> Have you guys thought about having your own Wheel of Doom? I, I say I say that a lot. I feel like a Wheel of Doom would go well on any show. Seriously, yeah, 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 yeah. That might be one thing that yeah. we do where, yeah, that fits for everybody. Scott Ackerman, you considered adding a Wheel of Doom to Comedy Big Big? The, uh, the guests would really go nuts. We had what's Tim? What was his last name? Chatterangsu. Chatterangsu, yeah, yeah. who's a you know mean YouTube fucking so so, and he saw that and was like, oh, I need one of those for my podcast. So yeah. it it isn't a bad idea. Yeah. yeah. Perez Hilton could try Dude Is It Gay. Yeah, there, there you go. Yes. The answer is always yes. Constantly. Yeah. <laughs> Not a day without it. <laughs> we have some uh, text messages because I posted that you were going to be on. So we do have some questions. Text messages. Okay. Yeah, because now we have, you can text me and if it's good, then we'll call you. So that way we don't have to do call screening. 
Wow, that's cool. Yeah, I think it's better. The timing is uh, is excellent to have you here. It's nice to see you again, by the way. Thank you. I like. I've actually. I feel like I've seen Jason more than I've seen you in the last however many years. Yeah, that's probably true. I'm pretty elusive. Yeah. Yeah, they say that. <laughs> I live in You're the like shadows. Batman with no mask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, the first question I'm not gonna ask him because I just don't feel like we're past. I appreciate that. Things that might be slightly childish. Seven inches. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was worse than that. <laughs> uh, oh wait, what do you got? Hey Ellis, what do you guys think of truck drivers? I drive eight an eighteen wheeler. I think I'd be cool to be on the show. Mm. Nothing boils my blood like truck drivers. Yeah, no, that yeah, no. <laughs> don't get me started on truck driving. You hate that too, Josh. Right? God, what what are they what are they even thinking? Yeah. Anybody who drives a, a car with more than yeah. six wheels on it, yeah, it you just need to, my blood. Yeah, what are you trying yeah. to prove? <laughs> yeah. What, yeah. Do, what do you overcompensate yeah, yeah. for? Yeah, are you missing wheels, yeah. sir? Yeah, what is your beef? Maybe you should get like directions to a wall. Yeah. And just drive into that. Cause what are what what good are you? You know? <laughs> what are you delivering a package of like like hospital equipment that might save somebody's life? Who cares, you know? Stores are out of everything, so. Yeah. Well it's done. hard to get skateboards. That doesn't surprise me. Her, like wood her, wood yeah. is different now. Where, where it used to be like, hey, Ellis, you want some boards? I'm like, I don't even skate anymore. And now I skate. And I'm like, hey, remember those boards you were going to get me? Like even the board company that makes Jason Ellis boards, don't they don't have any wood to make me boards. That's right. The, 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 the supply, when people talk about the supply chain, they're talking about truck drivers a lot of the time. They're so, responsible for all the supply chain issues. Yeah, and all the boats. You know, there's, yeah. like, you know, there's like 80 boats yeah. out in the ocean right by here. Right yeah, no, you see, you can see them. Yeah, that's right. Not Do we want to call the truck farming. driver? I don't want to leave him hanging, but it's also like, what the fuck, dude? Like one time I ran over or something. Yeah, I know. You're yeah, no, I, I always want to know how much they jerk off when they're Josh, driving. maybe you'll <laughs> have a question for him that... He wouldn't you know what? I would. Yeah, I just want to. I just want to give him a piece of my mind. <laughs> I would. I do you want? To, do you want the God War, Mike? And you can tell him what you think about <laughs> truck driving. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. That, no, I like. I. I like truck driving. <laughs> I'm. I'm, I'm a, pretty sure I'm he knows a, that I'm, we. All right. All right. I'm a. I'm a softy now. I'm not. I'm not like. I'm a. I'm an. I'm an old man. I don't know. I miss the old verbally abusive you. That's yeah. <laughs> the Josh Richmond I knew and loved. <laughs> Hello. Yeah, you you are a truck driver, and you want to tell us how fascinating that is. This is Jason Ellis show. Fuck yeah! How's it going, you guys? We're good. We also have God War here. Hello. <laughs> wow. So you're a truck driver? Wait, 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 yeah. wait, wait, wait. That might not be it. <laughs> 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 Definitely was too much. Ask him a question. Okay. Not you, not you. Not you, not you. Oh, me? No. All right. No. So uh, how's your truck? How's my truck? My yeah. truck is good, I guess. It's like 400,000 miles on it. We didn't ask how many miles it was. We asked how is it. Yeah. How is it? I mean, it's all right. Uh, the company I work for gets me home every weekend, so. I get to bring the truck home. Wait, it I gets you. It. Wait, you truck drive, then you get like, then somebody Ubers you home. Fuck no! I drive. I, my company lets me take the truck right home. I'm looking at it right what now. About, what about what about what about parking? What kind of driveway do you have? Uh, it's a dirt driveway, I guess. All right, lucky you. Yeah, man. Because that'd be pretty hard to park. So. Most people, like where we live, you wouldn't be parking that. 
So like Jason, oh, Jason, Jason, was, no. Jason was just talking about all of the, the shortages. One, I, I saw cream cheese is the next big shortage. And Jason was saying they can't get any wood for skateboards. That's just two of a million examples. So where's our shit, bro? Yeah. Have you got your shit in the driveway? Honestly. honestly yeah. Can I have a yeah. skateboard out of there or what? <laughs> My bagel's no, mad dry, bro. Thing, man. My kids want skateboards for Christmas and I don't got any fucking concrete. I live in Georgia. But no, I think it's a whole bunch of propaganda. There's no fucking truck driver shortage. So get this. Uh, the Biden administration just passed a, a bill that is going to allow 18-year-olds to fucking drive these big-ass trucks. So I think it's all propaganda to Wait. scare everybody. What's wrong with an 18-year-old driving a truck? Don't they have a license? I think drive? as long as you're well, one year old for every wheel you have, that's fine with me. <laughs> <Yeah>. Well... <laughs> Hear me out. So right now they can drive in state. You you can't drive state to state until you're 21. Hey, why? That all change. Well, I honestly don't know. I would say. Yeah, but what would, what's the, the bad thing? The 18, what's it? Why well, would an 18 year old driving yeah. long distance? Why is that bad? Would you think well, they go to sleep or something? Well, well no, not that. Uh, so they could spend those years driving within the state to get enough experience to get them prepared, you know, rather than just throw them out to the wolves. They got to go to school, but those schools, I just, they don't teach shit. I got my CDL all on my own. Right. So the school does nothing. Yeah. You got to learn about South Carolina and the school of hard knocks. I've always said that. Yeah. Get on the streets. <laughs> so, so you're saying that an 18 year old that can drive through States is dangerous for your, you're, you're endangering the child, the man. The, boy, the girl, uh, the 18 I wouldn't say you're endangering them. You're just endangering. I don't know. It's like, think about it this way. You know, when your kid gets a permit and they have to drive for a year, yeah. then they get to have their license. So I think I look at it that way because they're just inexperienced. They haven't been, you know. You know like babies drive these trucks. It's ridiculous. <laughs> babies driving trucks on the streets of America. Godwell's got your back, it seems. Well, I'm I'm on the other side. I feel like you can get your license before you're 18, so you can do some driving before that. I just don't know yeah. the difference between a 21 year old and an 18 year old driving a truck. I don't like what what is that a big deal? Like it seems like you're bringing it up like it's ruining truck driving, and I don't well, and, I, and I haven't got a reason as to why it would be a bad thing yet. Okay, so this whole truck driver shortage—they're wanting I. In my heart, I feel they are trying to get a bunch of people interested in this industry where we have nowhere to park at the end of the night. Like truck stops fill up at three, two or three in the afternoon. And that's ridiculous because, I, you know, everybody's on a different schedule. So if you don't have anywhere to park, there's the danger is that you have to park on the interstate, you know, like on an off ramp or an on ramp. Yeah. And then you can get a ticket for that. It's fucking legal, but there's nowhere else to park. So it's ridiculous. So then you're going to add a whole nother age group to this. Cause I don't know. I just think it's going to make the roads even shittier. Is it more? It's going to clog up all the roads. These 18 year olds are filling up our parking lots. They're doing donuts in the front parking lots. Right. And they're like getting all the, all the good lot lizards yeah. before this guy gets there. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Let's ask the, the real questions everybody's wondering about, though. How often do you masturbate while you're driving your truck? Yeah. Well, I don't do it while I'm driving. I, you know, you just got to do it before bed, and then, and then you go. What about if you're in traffic? No, never. Fuck that. 
<laughs> I pay attention, man. I'm, what if what if it's I'm just a park truck and nobody can a see? A park truck. Well, you have curtains, so you can, you know, close it off. And I have a sleeper, so I have a bed. It's like a bedroom. What about if you want to show people when you're jerking <laughs> off? Oh man, I've seen some shit at some truck stops. So I like mean, what? People, like what? I don't know. Like you don't know. People just well. People leave their curtains open and they just do whatever the fuck they want, man. Pleasure themselves. I don't so know. You watch some... guys jerk off. No, definitely not. But no. when you're walking in to use the pisser, take a shit, glance in somebody's truck. Also, the guy who looks like Burt Reynolds shit. is sticking his finger in his ass. Wow. That's got to be tough. I don't know if an 18 year old can handle that. <laughs> That's I don't a job know, man. Yeah. He might have to get an Uber home. That might be too much. All right, dude. Good. Keep on trucking. Thanks for the call. Definitely. Right. I'm a huge fan of you guys, so keep up the good work. I'm loving the podcast. Appreciate it, mate. See you. Love you too, man. There he goes. Truck driving around the USA. I, 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 I love truck drivers. I don't want to be I don't want to I don't want to be taken the wrong way. The no, we were, we were just playing. Yeah. I think I think they get that. Yeah, I know. I hope so. Hey everybody, Jason Ellis here talking about athletic greens, also known as AG1. I myself had some of that this morning because if you train at nine in the morning and you eat a big breakfast, for me, I end up throwing up. So I don't eat in the morning. And Athletic Greens helps a guy like me because after he trains, then he goes and does a podcast and then he goes on somebody else's podcast and then he has two meetings. So it doesn't eat until 3.30 in the afternoon. How am I still alive, you ask? AG1. Uh, it tastes good. And it has all these vitamins and minerals in it that are very handy. Like, check it out. One tasty scoop. AG1 contains 75 minerals, uh, vitamins and minerals, whole food sourced ingredient, including multivitamin, multimineral, probiotic, green superfood blend, uh, and more convenient daily ser- in, in, in one convenient daily serving. It's just one scoop. It comes, there's a little scoopy in there, and you dip it in the powder, and then you put it in the water, and you stir it around, and Bob's your uncle. It's that easy, and it's something that will help you sleep, help you have a better diet, have a better uh, digestive system. That was difficult to say, and all that stuff. So if you want to get be a part of it, uh, simply visit athleticgreens.com slash J-E-S, as in Jason Ellis Show. That's athleticgreens.com slash J-E-S. Thank you, and- AG1. That's not all. You get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs. Of oh, yeah. G1. At athleticgreens.com slash J-E-S. Thanks, Katie. Hey, everybody. Jason Ellis here speaking about Blue Chew. I'm a huge fan. The rest of the show, I don't know. I'm not sure. I can only speak for myself. I am a huge fan, and I look forward to my little package that comes in the mail uh, I guess my wife knows what Blue Chew means, but nobody else knows what this little bag contains. Not that depends on who you are. Some people like to be discreet. I have no idea what that even means. I just want everyone to know that I've got a huge boner. That's it. So thanks to Blue Chew, they're always there. And when you're in your 50s, ladies and gentlemen, I hate to admit it. Actually, I don't. I don't care. Sometimes it's not as good as it used to be. You're very tired. You've done a lot of exercise. And then all of a sudden you're like, it's go time later on that night. And I don't know. Sometimes it's just like, hey, I'm kind of involved, but not entirely involved. Blue Chew gets everybody involved in the program. It's a great time. I highly recommend it. 
And if you want a deal, listen to this. Uh, special offer to our listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use the promo code Ellis at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's bluechew.com. Sorry, bluechew.com. Promo code Ellis to receive your first month absolutely free, everybody. I'd like to thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Hey, Jason. My name is Jamie. Uh, I have an ex and I'm still good friends with. She recently started seeing someone. She thinks it's weird to stay friends with me and and be seeing some yeah, and be seeing someone at the same time. My question is, do you think it's possible to have an ex and stay friends? Uh, and if not, affect their current relationship with other people? I think it's different for everybody. I don't want you to hang out anymore. You need to fuck off. I'm friends Josh, with a couple of my exes. Right. See so what I mean? Completely yeah. different. Did you was there a cooling off period? There was, I mean, I would say, I would say I've never, I've never broken up a relationship in a way that felt like angry or malicious or like anything like that, where there were like really bad feelings. It was just more like, oh, this is just kind of not working anymore. Um, there so you've never cheated? No. There might have, there might have been a period where like, I would have like wanted to like, you know, not necessarily talk to them for a while just because those emotions were still raw. But then I would, then after a, a while, I'd be like, okay, we can kind of chat and be friends again. Yeah, I, I think it's obviously not a given that you're going to be friends with somebody after you break up with them. More often than yeah. not, you go your separate ways. So I'm not calling bullshit on this guy or trying to put words in his mouth or feelings in his heart, so to speak. But it it's not supposed to happen. People are supposed to be like, you know, if we're either we both hate each other or one of us fucked the other one over or we both still kind of liked each other and there's a pretty good chance we might fuck if we hang out again. That's why we've mutually agreed we're either on or we're off and we're off. And if she's like, I'm not 100%, well, then you're not going to be friends. And if her new dude is like, I'm not entirely, well, then you're not going to do it. It's yeah. only going to come together if everybody is so 100% with it that doesn't even occur to anybody to have an issue with it. And maybe that can happen in six months, but I'm just, I don't know you and I don't know this situation but a guy who's like yeah we broke up but we could definitely still be friends we could definitely still be friends we could definitely still be friends more often than not that guy's got to fuck off so many texts every time I see Penelope Cruz I hear uh, Penelope Cruz's robot vagina same oh let me tell you a little bit about I'm inside of my pussy you kind of there like and I eat it I think Josh, it's a good to see you again. You know what? It has been a while. It has. Oh, how are you? I, 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 I don't know. It feels like you're having, like, having a good life. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't ask me about my life. Yeah, can you please reset with the robot vagina? Rejo- feel like you don't care. Yeah. Somebody might have just, just tuned in. in. I oh, am yeah. a Penelope Cruz as a robot vagina. <laughs> this is the Jason Ellis show. <laughs> Hello to Josh Richmond. Oh, thank you so much. How are you? Oh, it's it's great. It's so it's so good to be here with you. It's um, I you know I meeting I, you know every time I meet meet you, it's just it's like meeting all over again. It's ah. just, it's, yeah, it's exciting. Ah. <laughs> you did not ask me how I am, you <laughs> motherfucker. Oh, you know I just want to know how are you. I am good. I gotta go. I love this show. <laughs> I hate to say it, but <clears throat> there you go. That's one appearance for Penelope Cruz's robot vagina, and that's one more time than I've seen Penelope Cruz this year. Yeah, good point. Who would have thought yeah. the robot vagina's career would outlive the owner? <laughs> yeah, where oh. is she? 
I think she's do I think she's doing okay. She's got to be. I don't know. I'm sure that there's like another um like oh I forget that director she always works with. I can't believe I blanked out his name. But there's got to be more movies. Pamelo Almodovar. Pe- Pedro Almodovar. That's it. You got it. You knew who I was talking about. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> I got a lot of syllables in my brain. Somebody just sent out. me a verse of Tussin Wolf. Not really a question. Cool. Okay. Uh, advice for someone 27 years old still. F- Figuring shit out. Always love to hear advice of someone who would give to their younger self. Love the Alice Show. It's not really a raw dog question. It doesn't have to be a raw dog. Spe- I don't. I don't. I'd almost rather answer people's regular questions than raw dog specific questions. Well, I just want to chat with folks. Well, there you go. So a twenty-seven-year-old. What should he a, do? This is a, if I knew then what I. Oh, yeah. yeah, twenty-seven is right around. I mean, like I was. I was still working on this show, but I was. I was about about to leave. You were 27? Believe it or not. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm 35 now. What the fuck? I know. Wait, so you started as an intern. Were you like a 25-year-old intern? I was a 23-year-old intern. Oh. Yeah. yeah. And we, I was there six years, so. Six years? Yeah. Wow. I know. Turns out I knew nothing about anything the whole time. <laughs> I'm used to it. <laughs> um, I, w- I mean, the advice I give to my 27-year-old self is that there are going to be a lot of different, like, eras and phases and stages in your life and it's okay to feel like you had one era that was kind of for like your youthful self and then you find a different person that's like your young adult self and another that's your older adult self and you only have one life and it's good to have like a lot of different lives packed into that one life so (laughs) explore different things you know don't don't let any opportunity pass you by i guess it's good advice yeah don't worry so much i feel like that's what i would say because in the end Mm -hmm. It'll work out, you know, or you'll die. No point worrying about it. Right, right. I think about that sometimes because William Shatner had a song one time about how, you know, he's, he's already in his 80s when he recorded it. And he's just like, you know, I got, I'm like here and I'm like, what was I so worried about that whole time? What was the, what was the big deal? What was I so afraid of? And it's like, well, yeah, but you're fucking William Shatner. Well, that, Every couple exactly. of months, somebody calls you and asks you if you want to be in a movie or go fucking sign autographs for $10,000 or go to fucking space. He just went space. to space. I was about to say, he just went to space. He seemed like he had an amazing time Yeah, I think it. some people actually have valid concerns. <laughs> he's got a good wig. Solid. Yeah. yeah. He's, he, look, he looks good for his age. Yep. He's 100. Yeah, he's 100. <laughs> he's 100 I years thought he old. was like 90. Yeah, that's 100. That's, you know, what is more or less 100. Yeah. Although my grandma is 89, and I don't think she would take kindly if I said she was 100. Yeah, well, you 100. don't say it to grandmas. Yeah. Look, if he was here, I wouldn't say that to him. But right. You're old as fuck. <laughs> yeah. 90, 100, uh, he, he same is, thing. He is 90. You're right. Yeah. It's insane to be 90. 90 is big. It's really ridiculous. Now, imagine being 90 and realizing you could live another 10 years. And like, what are you going to do? Like that decade, you, like, you could just go nuts. Well, if you, if you could... Yeah. Oftentimes you can't really go nuts. You just kind of sit there, which is like, where? Unless you've got really cool things to do while you're sitting there. I worry about that because if I get too old to move, I don't know. I don't even know if I want to be here. You know, I know my kids are not going to be like, oh, let's just hang out with dad. Yeah. <laughs> right. No, it's going to be a sad solo thing. We've joked about this a lot, but I don't know what you would have to lose from being like an 80 year old dispenser of vigilante justice. Yeah, but you can't dispense it. But you can try. Or you can die trying. Okay, well, that's different. Because I isn't definitely want to go out Isn't that how you would yeah. like to be remembered? Yeah. It's like fucking yeah. shot up outside of a crack house? Yeah. 
Just have, have <laughs> yeah, go out with just a really badass death. And, yeah. like, and that's like the one thing, last thing on your bucket list or something. Not too much armor because you probably can't carry it because yeah. you're pretty old. And you also don't totally care if you get shot. But if you could figure out, like, maybe, like, get a uh, one of those, uh, oh, what is that stupid thing that a mole cop thing? Segway. A Segway mm-hmm. and right. armor the fuck out of it. And you just got really good at maneuvering it and you had all the guns attached to it so you could do mad damage and stay on the Segway. Maybe because I just I want to if I'm gonna try to rescue people and die in battle of rescuing people, yeah, you want to get a lot of bad guys before you go. You don't want to show up, all the bad guys kill you, and you're like, oh man, today I tried to rescue people from a crack house. You got to kill everybody. Yeah. Well, you don't need to be like OJ going into the uh, just a random reference at the beginning of Naked Gun, just walking into a room of fifty guys who have guns. It's not going to work even for an able-bodied young man. What about if you just befriend a cop and he just sends you tips? Where he's just like, yeah, so and so got off. We couldn't prove it. Everybody in the room knew he was guilty, but we couldn't prove it. And fucking, I mean, I was gonna say it would be ideal if you could just sort of swoop in like an old man, dressed like an old man. But those, you're never gonna look like a standard issue, you know, an old man covered in tattoos. No, yeah. but it is. It's that lethal weapon thing of like your most powerful asset is you have nothing left to lose, right? right. Because you don't care if you live or die, right. so you could just yep. go, go go crazy. Yeah, I think I could probably save a few people before they got me if I played it right. I agree. Really armed up, had a game plan, you know, because people don't see it coming when you have a full game plan. Strategies and strategies and shit, like having set up, have like a guinea pig fake me that's over there and they attack that. Did you ever watch Breaking Bad? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like like, like Mike from that show. If you just turn into like a badass, like hitman old man. See, he's not 80 though. He's not 80, but it might work out. I don't think me at 80 is going to be good. I don't even think I'll be here. So it might be like a 70. Dude, it's 70. What about um, if you leave like a mark, you know, like your telltale coin, you leave a $2 bill. So the city knows that there's like a Dexter kind of serial killer at work. So maybe you just get away with it. Maybe you get get shot down in a blaze of glory. You go in being told, okay, that, or maybe you get caught. And you get this last hurrah where you're lionized around the world Ooh, as a senior citizen vigilante dispenser of justice. Sure. So you're not going to be a butt smart. They're not going to rape you when you go to jail. You'll, well, except you'll you've killed a bunch of their homies. Ah, shit. Maybe I'll. <laughs> I also feel like you do better. I notice in movies when people have those explosives on a timer and they make the they set them up and they make the explosives go off and everyone's yeah. shooting and worried about those explosives yeah. and you're over here fucking hanging out like yeah like uh. Not not John Wick. Who's when sat, when Denzel Washington is the equalizer? Equalizer, right? When he equalizes fools, yeah, yeah like equalizer. Huh. I would I would love to be like the hacker guy in an action movie. The guy you would like be, to hack people. The guy the guy who's behind the like who's like opening up doors for Tom Cruise. Behind, oh, like, you're yeah, the computer like, hacker. Yeah, the computer being like, you guys could work in tandem. Yeah, right, you could like you're make, the vigilante, and I'm like I'm like op- like taking down their security systems so the alarms don't go off. Make all the, the lights go yeah. green so I can make a good getaway. Exactly. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, you're like outside Port Knox and you're like, Yeah. You're in. <laughs> I did. Have you tried to ride <laughs> a bike? Have you tried to ride a bike? Um, I have tried. I I don't ride a bike often, but did I you have ride a, it down? I I don't know. I've done it once or twice. And it was no problem? I've 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 I'd have to do it more to get used to it. Uh I don't have any I What made you do it again then? Because it doesn't sound like you just like all of a sudden embrace it. You just like what I definitely have not embraced it. It's just there's times where there are opportunities where like, oh I'll give this another go and I feel, I don't know, a little bit wobbly, but but okay with it, and then I kind of stop. It's but just, you could do it whenever you, you whatever. You did it. Sure. I feel like I feel like I've done it. Yeah. What about any of those other things? Lighters and stuff. You got that figured out? I think I got it figured. I don't know. I've Do you smoke weed? Uh, yeah. 
<laughs> I um I I don't know I I think I figured out a lot of things that I had not figured out in my twenties, but probably not everything. There's still a lot of just shit I'm dumb about. What honestly. about your diet? How are you with all your food? <laughs> Improved a lot. Yeah. I am eating salads on a regular basis, huh. so that's something. Yeah. Um, but I'm definitely like still still picky eater in a lot of ways. Right. But I'm I'm also I'm also having supplements. I'm I'm, I'm I care about my diet. I would say good. Yeah. Have you done much boxing? I have not done this boxing. No, <laughs> didn't. No, that, that, the boxing. I, I did figured not you would have been pro by now. The no? boxing did not did not catch on. Son but you know what? I, I um I I I work out all the time. I I I I either do a run or some like some high intensity interval stuff every day. I still have one of those kettlebells that I got. You those, swing kettlebells. Those monkey head kettlebells. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Check you out. Yeah. And, and you don't mind it. Animal. I mean, is it my favorite thing? You know what I realized? And I, I actually have got have gotten to that sick place where I'm like, it gives you that little rush of serotonin yeah. where you're like, yep. oh, it actually gives you some good feelings when you're done. Helps with you it. with your day. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Hey, Josh. I saw a news story that reminded me of one of the most memorable news stories that came up when uh Josh way back when you were on the show. I believe this was still in your in your era. A um bomb squad technicians rushed uh a, a patient in after the guy got a mortal a mortar shell stuck in his ass. I don't remember this. Was this related to something? What's a mortar happened? shell? It's like a military explosive kind well, of. You thing. You put your hands out like that. Like no, it's no, real no, no. Big. I, I can actually tell you, it is two inches in diameter, seven inches in length. Oh, okay, you can take that. Right. Do you remember the? It was like a priest or a monk who fell on a potato. Yes. Oh my. Oh, God. this guy fell oh, on wow. the bomb. Oh wow! Remember that where he was said he was putting up curtains and he fell right and he landed that's, on it. That's right. He was he was getting on a standing on like a high stool yes. and he was putting up curtains yes. and he just he fell. He landed on the dining room table happened, potato. Yeah. Happened to fall directly on the potato. right on it. Also, he was pantsless, of course, because you have to be pantsless when you're putting up curtains in your house. It was a million to one yeah. series of yeah. 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 What are the circumstances. Yeah. Yeah. But holy shit, it's yeah. in there. Well, yeah. that is exactly what happened to this he guy. Fell on a missile. He's a, yes, he is a military enthusiast and he found the shell while he was just like clearing out some, some stuff in his house and then he tripped and fell uh, and got the musician, the munition stuck in his rectum. It's a, a vintage thing. It was used by the British military in the Second World War. Yeah, so... He got an 80-year-old bomb up his ass. If you're the doctor, you know whether he fell on it or whether he shoved it up his own ass because if you fell on it, yeah. it'd be fucking hurt. And also, that's impossible. <laughs> to fall on it? <laughs> Is it? Like, if I put down a dildo yeah. on the ground and right. you fall on it naked, mm -hmm. even that is... Like I reckon, like as a person that puts dildos in his ass, yeah. there's, it would be. I don't. I think I could do it like a hundred times, and it wouldn't go in there. I think we could bring every single jackass cast member, past and present, through with a dildo on the floor, have them take their pants off, and just they could stand over it and just drop on the thing. And I'd be surprised if one of them successfully. That's the got thing. It. It's there's like instinct things. Like you know how like if you like if you fall face forward, like your eyes will instinctively close without you thinking about it because it's just like your body protecting itself. Really? I think yeah. yeah. No. Like you can't you can't you can't fall face ground on the floor and have things go in your eye because your eyes will close. But if you don't have your eyes open, you're not going to know what you're putting your hands down to save yourself. 
Like, like when he falls off a skateboard, do you think every single time his eyes involuntarily close? Like if your like eyes are just like about to like hit pavement or something, you know what you know what I mean? Well, if something is about to hit your face, <laughs> yeah, you close your eyes. Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. Okay, oh. if something is about to hit you in the eyes, your if eyes. Something's close. about to hit you in the eyes, your eyes. Yeah, but not if you close. fall forwards, you don't close your eyes. That, but I mean, like, well, probably like like two yeah. seconds before you hit the ground. Exactly, like okay. half like half a second. Okay, like yeah. I, I think there's some similar things with the butthole. Where like oh you think it clinches right when something goes up or like you're just your body is just not gonna like naturally fall out a thing that you don't want to go in there it's it's gonna like it's gonna clinch in a way where it's gonna be impossible knowing that the dildo is there is gonna make it that much harder to go in because your body I think so I'm saying I'm trying to catch it with my hole no, I know and it will reject it it just yes. can't go in like that and he's saying that even if part of you even if you're trying to do it it's like if I I'm gonna punch you in the face even yeah, the, even if you are force, trying to yeah, keep your eyes yeah. open you're not going to be able to do it you're saying that even if Steve-O tries to plop himself down his butt is gonna have other ideas you know what maybe like maybe Steve-O could because Steve-O's used to that kind of thing but the, He's av- an athlete. the, but the average person I think would have a very difficult time with that look I think we're all hinting that we think that guy put that missile in his own anus I think what I'm saying is that this guy has made a hobby for decades of pleasuring himself with vintage right. explosives. I, I yeah. just want to know, <laughs> it got stuck? Like he pushed yeah. it so far that it went in, all the way in? Is that what happened? Yes. Bomb squad okay. technicians. I, that has never happened before. Yeah. Not, oh, not, par- to- not paramedics. Bomb squad technicians rushed the patient into the hospital. Oh, no. Because they thought it might go off. The Army Explosive Ordnance Disposal Team was called out. Do you think they sent a little robot first? (laughs) (laughs) The robot just goes in. They they cleared out the hospital. They just sent the robot a couple times. Man, that's going to be a tough day. That's intense. Yeah, but probably the greatest orgasm that guy's ever had. Mm. When the robot starts poking at the vintage munition. Yeah, I reckon he's probably past orgasm by then, but you you might be right. I do hope the day is on the crazy train to come town. I do hope the average, the day is coming sooner. Where the average person just feels okay just putting things in their butt and doesn't feel shame about it. I'm I'm one of them. Yeah, absolutely. I put things in my butt yeah. all the time. Yeah. I'm very embarrassed about all the things I have in my butt right now. Yeah. Well, you should be. Some of them are offensive. <laughs> <laughs> I really wish you pull Kevin out so he could help do the show. It's a very mixed bag in there right now. Mixed bag. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Uh, oh, there's another... I would never put anything in my butt that goes all the way in and doesn't come out. Like even the, because I know some of my friends do videos where they, I saw a video the other day where a lady made a big jello egg come out into another lady's mouth and she ate it. A jello egg. Like a an egg that's made of jello. Like a gelatin egg almost? Yeah. Yeah. But like, but, but more of a, what's those big gummy bears? Like a gummy bear. Like a big gummy bear, yeah. okay, but like okay. a bowl one. So when it dropped out, it's like, look, look, into her mouth, and then she chewed it. Oh. But Yeah, I, the, but, egg, the egg thing's without a handle. I agree. That's yeah. scary. Like, like you gotta, yeah. you got to yeah. poo it out, but yeah. even that, I feel like, what if I can't poo it out? Like the whole thought of going to a doctor to say, excuse me, sir, can you get this thing out of my ass? That just sounds so bad. Like how are they going to get it out? Are they going to cut my ass? Fuck that. It's not worth the risk. <laughs> yeah, well, they probably just give you a bunch of muscle relaxers and get forceps in there first, right? I don't. I hope I, so. I don't think there's a single person who works in an emergency room for more than a year or two that doesn't have a story. One time I had to get uh, a foil of weed out of 
one of my girlfriend in Australia a long time ago. Uh, she put it in. We went to the Harley, this thing called Broadfest, like Hell's Angels put it on. Big concert that goes for three days. And the cops are out the front, so they check people when you go in. But once you go in, it's no more. You can do drugs in front of everybody. It's the the police are the Hell's Angels, so it's no no police. But going in, they're all there because they know. So if you're stupid and you have like a bag of weed in the car, they'll fucking bust you. So my girlfriend put the foil in her vagina and then we go to the restrooms to get it out. And she's like, I can't get it out. She comes back out. So then my other girlfriend goes in there with us. And now there's two in there trying to get this foil out. I'm waiting and they come back and they're like, we can't get it. And I'm like, you got to be joking me. Let me go in there and, and get it. So she's standing over the toilet. And the only way I could do it is I put two fingers in and made them like scissors. So I caught it like at the very, because it was too far up. Yeah. And I caught it and slowly got that thing out. So that's as close as I've got to being a doctor and getting something out. It was scary. Cool. Yeah. Because I, I was like, if you don't get it out, that can't be good. And we won't have any weed. Yeah. Well, I wasn't worried about it. <laughs> Even then, I wasn't worried. I was worried about my girlfriend having foil stuck in a vagina for a weekend yeah exactly just that it's like yeah it's just it'll you know soak up the natural something yeah, bad's gonna yeah, happen exactly right? bad for the bad for the ph balance and i don't think if it's a vagina you can just pee and i feel like a, a butt gets things out more because it does shoot things out sorry this is such a that's, disgusting... that's its main job it's used to yeah it ejects right. large quantities of shit well like that girl josh you were around right for the loads coming down girl Hmm. God, I I might have been. Honestly, some of this stuff is just such a such a blur at this point. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, something. I remember some, some things a man never forgets. Yeah. It was it was in New York, and uh, yeah, she. It was several days later that something that went up came back out. So you never not right up. there and then, but she did tell the story. Yeah, right. It didn't just come out right there while she was talking. What's the deal? I've never been a Burning Man, but is that kind of the same thing? That they must check people. At some point for drugs, but if you can get it in once you're in, you're good. Have you been? I've, I've never been to Burning Man. I but isn't the concept of Burning Man that they don't check for that thing? That it's kind of like an anything goes thing, even though it's become very like Silicon Valley colonized or whatever at this point. It's not well, what it was ten years. They ago. still check like, you on the way in. But that's what I'm saying. It seems like it would start that way if we go out far enough away and, and people don't know about it. We can do whatever we want. But if I've heard of Burning Man, I'm assuming right. so have the cops. So if Burning Man still exists, I assume that means the police aren't just walking through all the time looking for people on drugs. So maybe there's just a checkpoint on the way in. You might be right. I've never been to Burning Man. I, d I don't know for sure. I have very, very, very little desire. That's what I would tell that guy who was wondering what do you you know do when you're 27? I'd say if you have any desire at all to go to Burning Man, <laughs> yeah. go now. Right. Go, go one time when you feel the urge. Because, yeah, when you're at a certain point, you're just never going to want to do it again. Yeah, like I'm... I I hope I never sleep on anybody's floor again for the rest of my life. And frankly, if I can avoid couches, I'm 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 willing to go well out of my way. It does sound like a really bad evening. Sleeping where on like, the floor. Oh, here's the floor. I'd be like, wait, what did I do? Right. How did I get here? I can uh, remember parties where people slept in bathtubs. I have bad sleeps in my own bed. I'm definitely having a bad one on someone's yeah. floor. And those ones, when you're 50, you don't, it's like having a hangover or something. You're like your day is kind of shit. I remember shit. Go, going to Coachella and camping on the Coachella campgrounds and like this insanely loud all-night party where I got like an hour of sleep across two nights. But why was, would you sleep at a coach at where? Because you're supposed Coachella? to. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, did a, I did it too. Yeah. Oh, you do sleep. Yeah, you, I because mean, they have like the campgrounds there to make it so that you I miss as little of the festival as possible. 
Oh, so you're sleeping in front of the festival. Yeah, exactly. You're on a polo field. Yeah. You're literally just on a field. It sounds really bad, you guys. I've had I, a theory. Would, I would not do that anymore. Okay. I've had a theory for a long time that Coachella is a covert Republican fundraiser. Oh, eh? God. I mean, it is like it is like it's a Golden Voice production. It might be. You're probably right. Well, just, Why? Because who the fuck has polo fields? What's a polo field? You know, pol- like uh, guys... Going so, you know, yeah, polo, it's like that sport that you play on horseback. Which kind oh, of, yeah. yeah. So the field, the, the grounds includes a polo field. And yeah. I'm like, if I was like a, a, if I was like a rich dickhead yeah. who wanted to make money and laugh my ass off in the process, I would sell a bunch of filthy hippies the rights to pitch a tent on my polo field for a weekend. And I give him like 250 bucks for the pleasure. Surprised they let that happen on in such a prestige uh, grass. Oh, I vomited there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And does that not affect the ground for the horses? Horses I think, love vomit. I think I think at this point they make most of their money from festivals and very little of it from polo. You're saying that the game, the matches are not like bringing huge crowds right now? <laughs> I think so. To bu- yeah. It doesn't make sense to me because I'm like, man, UFC or fucking <laughs> or, polo, or, polo, or dudes polo on yeah, yeah. or horse shit <laughs> to like fucking some sort of half-ass golf. Yeah, but no, like, like literally, there's only like two companies that own like ev- like every like every uh, live live uh, like concert event that happens in the country. Now it's crazy, and they are like super Republican. Philip Anschultz, I think, is the Live Nation guy. I'm more He's of a, a dressage guy myself. Yeah. yeah, I like horse dancing. Yeah, yeah, I really get down. With yeah, that. there's more of an art to it. I agree. You can tell the horses prefer it, right? You can tell that they're really <laughs> in the moment. They're expressing know? themselves, right? Really. This they're, is how I really feel, you yeah, guys. Yeah, like trotting to the. To the, do you think they hear the music or they're just going? Like, do you think every now and then they're like, oh, wait, I'm off. Do, 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 <laughs> it's not do, just a series oh, of electrical oh, shocks oh, that's oh. making them do it. You think they're being electrocuted? <laughs> you think, they, then, you think at, they like Tarzan Boy by Baltimore? <laughs> I don't know. Between takes, the yeah, the horse choreographer is like, no, it's tap, tap, step, not tap, step, tap. I don't know. How do they do it? Yeah. It's pretty amazing. <laughs> you don't tell me how to dance. Yeah. <laughs> Music's in my soul. <laughs> I wonder if they can do it by themselves with no rider. Because then it's like, what are you on there for, dickhead? Oh, that's a good, that's a good point. Like if you just go, go, dude. Like, should practice it by yourself. Yeah. <laughs> do, they, do they just run off through the fence? <laughs> right. I don't think they do. I think they fucking go, dude, 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 fuck face. And like, and like dog shows, the dogs don't need like the odor like riding on top of the good dog. Point. They just good point. Good point. Yeah. Let's get off the fucking horse and let them express themselves. Yeah. I'll go hot chick dressed in horse shit, telling horse what to do. Maybe you should get off that fucking thing and start dancing yourself, bitch. Yeah, do horses you know? do any of the things we make them do when we're not sitting on top of them? <laughs> right. right. Like right. If, do it, horses spontaneously yeah. race? Like if we just jump into a field right now with fucking spotlights at three in the morning, do we catch them all fucking dressaging? No. They don't want to do that. No. What if we did? They just don't want to do it around people, but you sneak into like their secret clubs. And they're just like they're just dancing. Like in that farm movie where everyone yeah. talks when the people go away. Yeah. In actual fact, when everyone goes away from the horses, they dressage the <laughs> right. shit out of themselves. Exactly. exactly. Just all till the wee hours. One, <laughs> two, three, one. One, two, three, yeah. one. Horses <laughs> have secret lives. I remember reading that there was this uh, assumption that like. Guy horses would just go around and fuck all the lady horses, and so the guys got to have multiple partners, and the yeah. ladies just didn't have any say in it. And then some other researchers, toxic masculinity, exactly. And then some feminist horse researchers came back and stuck around after dark. And after dark, the lady horses ran off and fucked whoever they wanted because the guys were too stupid to know it. Idiots. Ladies yeah. can be hoes too. You go horses. What's up, smart hoes? That's what horse I say. Hose. <laughs> all intelligent and hoary. 
There is a uh, Indian doctor promoting the benefits of eating cow shit. It's about time. I've always said cow shit, man. Wow, that really helps. <laughs> you know? The edge. People eat horse meat. Nah, nope. cow shit. Yeah, we're throwing away the best part. Yeah. Is it like to like? Are is it like you're like masticating it and spitting it out, or you're like fully digesting it? Like masticating is chewing, right? Chewing. Yeah. Why are you trying to show off? I don't know. I'm just, Fair enough. It's like that's what that's what cows do with their cud. Is they bet? It's like you know what masticating is. It's like it's chewing, but when you're chewing it for a really long time and letting like the saliva like dissolve it in your mouth. So that's like what cows, cows do. Kind of eating cuts. it, isn't it? Kind of, except like when you do it for like a long time. Like Rocky Marciano used to eat steaks and just chew on it and then spit out the meat. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, he was masticating. He was masticating. He was a chronic masticator. Why do I feel like he didn't use that word? Probably not. <laughs> Hey, you guys, I'm going to masticate over here. <laughs> I don't know, maybe it's said like that. Sorry. Yeah, this guy, uh, this video is making the rounds because this guy practices what he preaches. Dr. Manaj Mittal filmed himself eating a piece of cow poo in a, a stomach-churning video shared online in which he picked dung up off the ground and placed it in his mouth. Yeah, but he's just some dude. No, he's, a doctor. he's got a stethoscope. You know what? Doctors are a dime a dozen these days. It is true. You can find doctors that say just about any old goddamn I, yeah, thing. Facebook, they got guys saying all kinds of shit on there. You're not, I'm not eating your cow shit. Yeah, I don't you know? trust Unless any. it's, if it's like a little bit of a benefit, I don't want to eat cow shit. If you're saying if I eat cow shit, I'll get my hair back. Okay, I'll eat it. I mean, I'm gonna, I'll put out a crazy hot take here, which is that I don't really want to eat any kind of shit from any animal. Oh, yeah, I want to go with that. I don't want to eat shit. Yeah. Even the shit pills. I don't want to do that. You know, because I know that the you know, shit even, pill. Even that, um, even that coffee that like that one animal eats the yeah, coffee beans nah. and shits it out. No, I'm not, not interested. Out, you yeah. know the real story behind that, right? No, I don't. Uh, Telly told it like five times, so I remember it. <laughs> There's a place where they had good coffee and they were distributing it so the people of the, the locals couldn't get any of the coffee. So the only coffee they could get was the ones that the monkeys ate that they shit out the beans. And right. then everybody was using that coffee, and then fucking tourists were like, oh, we want your shit coffee. And they were like, have the shit coffee, you dumb yeah. fuck. You know what? Yeah, you could have. It's, Is that it's right, a Michael, pretty much? Yeah, it was <laughs> in Indonesia, and I think it was the Dutch made Indonesia a colony, and right. that's how they discovered the Dutch didn't have coffee. Europe didn't have coffee. And like, wow, this is delicious. And Malaysia's like, uh, Indian Indonesia rather is like, yeah, I guess we can share. And they're like, fuck you. Who said anything about sharing <laughs> right. from here on out? You give us all the coffee. And if we catch one of you motherfuckers having a dopio, we fucking kill the whole lot of you. And then they were like, well, there is this one animal that eats the beans and like, we'll kill them too. And they're like, you'll never catch them. Like, <laughs> okay. 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 <laughs> we'll let the animals eat the coffee. And they said, and sometimes we will pick the bean, the coffee beans out of that animal's shit and brew it. And they're like, okay, I guess. I guess we don't want the shit coffee. So if you guys really insist on drinking that, I did. I went to a coffee farm in Indonesia, and that was on the tasting menu, and uh, tastes like shit. Does you, it really? Yeah, no, I was gonna it say tastes like coffee. Okay, because yeah. that would. I, I assume they clean the beans up. Yeah, I think shit. they do. I think they do. Wa I assume they wash it off. I thought yeah. that was the flavor. That was the whole point. <laughs> yeah, just the way the shit blends with the caffeine. I don't know. All right. Well, there All right. you go. So what else? What else? Do you have any messages you feel like you need to impart to? to I don't know. Um, I, I, you know what? It feels really. I, it feels good to be back here talking to you guys. I, we haven't talked much in a, in a while, and I, I kind of like. Um, I don't know. I like the idea of not have, feeling like any part of my life is like closed off or a a, a a closed book chapter or anything like that. You know, I like feeling like we still have some kind of like ability to text each other and say what's up or something like that. It's like being friends with your ex. Oh, kind of no, like it's that. Not. Yeah. Oh, well, maybe it is because I'm <laughs> friends with one ex. 
like the kids made me do that. I definitely probably wouldn't have talked to her ever again, but mm. I like her. She's a good person, you know. She does nice things to my kids, and I think sometimes, oh, mm. you're a really good person. You're doing, you know, really good things for my kids. Yeah, that's crazy because at one point I thought you really sucked. <laughs> like I, <laughs> it, that has really changed. Yeah. I watched Christian's session thing the other day. He yeah. invited me to one, so I started watching him, and. He actually, when I was on there, he said some really kind things when I was on there, but just watching him do the thing that I remember, you know, the the first person he ever did that for was me. And I was like, dude, you need to do that. You need to show people that. And then watching him do this thing and yeah. ripping at it. And yeah, so, you know, I, I like, love that he awesome really himself with that too. It's awesome to be cool with him. He, he reaches out from time to time and it does go a long way i like and we've been talking about uh playing the death death die at alice mania in the summertime no that's fun do you want to be in that you know what is that going too far in the freight in the relationship i would i would i would seriously consider it let's i think things have (laughs) i know what you're thinking it's the same thing as sirius xm bought your company and you're like (laughs) a little bit maybe that surely it it looks like it's okay but in my past why would i go back to something that i know is a is a is a venomous uh animal and it's not to be trusted but i w- would say that at this point especially the reasons that we would do it like i don't i think at one point it was like a make it or break it like big deal mm-hmm. and now it's more of a to yeah. me it's like skateboarding i skateboard again now and you can oh, not cool. give me any i don't want any free shit right i don't want a fucking photo it's for the love of the game i'm just doing it because i love it and mm-hmm. i also feel like you don't know how long you're gonna be here and you and for me i don't know how long i'm gonna be here and I want to do what are the some of the things that I look back on because now of all the therapy and all the other things that I've been through, I look at some of those Alice Manias and um, it bums me out a little bit to know that I wasn't happy when I was doing it and it was a thing that was like a, an amazing thing and you yeah. just had a shit time the whole time because you're worried about this or that. Just figure – I found ways to get worried about shit involved in those. And now, you know, like the last one we did, it's I hope you ha- I hope you liked it. Yeah. Even if you didn't, I don't care. Right. I'm just doing it. And 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 knowing my vibe the whole weekend versus the vibe that I had 10 years ago, I'm like, man, I really wish that we could all do one again because I think it would be a whole different vibe when it comes to not making it, enjoying it happening. I think you're right. Making and we had a really amazing thing, yeah. thing dude. I, I, for not being that musical, you guys are incredibly musical. I mean, I know Tully's got a background but rapping singing i've been listening to the music again lately it's amazing it's cool it's cool we were able to do that man it's i i listen it was like i i have i never i've had you know like a lot of teenagers i had some like rock star fantasies as a kid that got rid of pretty quickly but like to be able to do that even a couple of times and like get on stage and play some like real fucking rock shows right. and have people dig at it it's a, it was a dream come true it's I, like, like a I, weird dream i cherish those memories Me too. very much me too. So that's why I would like to do that. If it, you know, and Christian's all hopped up on it, and I'm like, oh, because I know, you know, I saw Christian also on Instagram talking about somebody driving him insane. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, you know, I don't want me, I don't want, I don't want to be on that list again. You know, and I'm like, you know, there's a there's a chance of getting on that list again if you do the song again. So I get your yeah. You don't want to be like when like the Pixies reunite and they love each other for like two months and then they like all hate each other even more. Than is that what happened? Time. Something like that, I think so. Uh, 
Well, I don't think that we should start making albums and stuff. I just think that one one concert with all the all the hits would be a Cinderella story for me. And I also feel like there's a lot of people out there that would think that that'd be yeah, definitely a pretty cool thing. And I, I also would kind of like to say goodbye to Alice Mania. So I feel like that's a that would be the best way to do. Oh, that. that's sweet. A nice little send off. Yeah. Yeah, <clears throat> but doesn't you know? I mean, you yeah. could not do it. And that's fine. Too. Oh, totally. I don't uh, yeah, think yeah, that yeah. I have any, you know, oh man, you're ruining the whole thing. There's no <laughs> thing to. Yeah. It's. Yeah, don't think we can't get a look still alike. Still a pirate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, please. It's, yeah. it's fine another way. I know, what about, I know in Vegas impersonators are a diamond. What about just a really big jacked guy that dresses <laughs> like Josh and does all his parts? Yeah. And everyone's yeah. just like, whoa. Yeah. You got like two foot taller and like a hundred pounds heavier. on a unicycle. Yeah. Like, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> What's that football player that Dingo knows? The Gerlacher guy or whatever? Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh oh God, not or not Erlocker. He's a he's uh no the Gronk. Gronkowski. Yeah. yeah. Just get Gronk to dress. Yeah, just, yeah, exactly. We're being me and Gronk, we're the same same basic personality and body type. Yeah. And I'm sure he can yeah. sing all your parts no Yeah, wrong. absolutely. Yeah, Gronk either way, that that that'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. All right. Well are we good? Oh, I'll I'll plug some can you plug some yeah, podcast fuck before it. I go? Yeah, oh, listen to the shows um, Unspooled and Freedom and uh, Storytime with Seth Rogen. Oh, so you're the producer of Storytime with Seth Rogen? I'm a producer of Storytime Fuck with Seth yeah, Rogen. Fuck yeah, dude. Do you ever get on the mic? I'm never on the mic on that show. Oh. You'll hear me on those other shows every once in a while, though. Well, good. Yeah. So I would like to listen to that. All right, everybody. Like and subscribe and all that shit. Check out the Patreon, patreon.com slash Alicemate. And it's, I think that's it. Thanks for being on the show, dude. Yeah, man. My pleasure. Appreciate it. Uh, see you next week, everybody. Wait. In a minute, I'll say it. Yeah, don't die. If you want more Jason Ellis show, sign up for their Patreon at patreon.com slash ellismate for a two-hour show every Tuesday and Wednesday. To watch full episodes of The Jason Ellis Show, subscribe to us on YouTube at youtube.com slash The Jason Ellis Show. And don't forget to follow the crew on Instagram at Wolfmate, at Tollywood, at Kevin Craft, at Underwearwolf, and at The Jason Ellis Show. Shopify presents cool sheets from aha to I suffered from the wrong kind of hot in bed, heat induced insomnia. That was my aha moment. Bed sheets that keep you cool. Then I thought, how do I even sell bed sheets? That's when I had the idea that made it all possible. Signing up on Shopify. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash podcast 22. Shopify.com slash podcast 22.